millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the WTB Podcast. I am Allison June Smith, one of your three fantastic hosts. The other is Maureen Younger and Jen Brister. We have enjoyed so much making the last two seasons of this podcast, but we've decided we need to take a little break for the summer. And so we have decided this episode will just be a snippet of some of our favorite, favorite moments that we want to share with you or maybe relive with you if you've been with us in the past. So thank you again for listening. If you're a new listener, here's some snippets, and we look forward to being back with you all in the fall. There are so many to choose from, but here are some of our favorite Be More Maureen moments. I don't know about you guys, but when I get a bank statement, I go through it all, and I check out every purchase. Right? So there was a, this was a few years ago, and it was like 25 quid. I don't spend 25 quid. I'm like, what's this for 25 quid? Right, looked at the shop, Googled the shop. wasn't on Google. I was like, well, this is dodgy. This is clearly fraudulent. Now, you've all seen me adamant, so I phone up the bank. I'm incredibly adamant. I'm like, this is not my purchase. I did not pay for this 25. What is this 25 quid? I said, what is this shop? And they look it up, and they go, it's a sex shop. And I'm I'm quite a prude in real life. I'm like, I was I would not be in a sex shop. This is clearly fraudulent. What am I supposed to have bought in a sex shop for £25? Thank you very much. And I went, uh, rampant rabbit? And I went, oh, yeah, that was me. Okay, then, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Jen knows this one. I, uh, this is long before mobile phones, before GPS, where you needed an A to Z to get anywhere. And I lived at the time, I lived in Ells Court. My good friend lived in South Ken. I was having a birthday party in Camden. Don't ask. And, um... She said, I'll drive you there. Do you know the way? I was like, yeah, I know the way. Don't need to bring an A to Z. Like, no, I know the way. I've been there loads of times. What I forgot to mention was I only knew the way by following the 31 bus. So I didn't actually know how to drive there, but I, I knew the bus route, um, which I didn't really explain. So we had to follow the 31 bus from Earl's Court all the way to Camden. There's a lot of stops on that route. Like my friend Minica, she's a very patient, older than me, Belgian woman. But by, I think by the time we got to Kilburn Broadway, she'd kind of lost it. Because <laughs> we just had to, because we had to kind of park every time the bus stopped and wait and then carry on. But if you say you know the way, then that suggests... Well, I know the way. You didn't know the way. Yeah, you just follow the 31 bus. But that's not the way, is it, Maureen? <laughs> well, it is, it, well, it goes that way, doesn't it? 
<laughs> I would have lost it by the second bus stop. Oh, you would have kicked me out by Kensington High Street. I would have been like, get out at this bus stop. You can get out at this one. I would have stopped off at a WH Smith and said, buy a fucking A to Z and then come back in the car and then we'll take but it I, from there. But I wasn't lying. Like, I did know the way. I just hadn't pointed out that I only knew it by following the no, bus. the bus driver knows the way. You don't know the way. <laughs> you, you, you don't know the way, Maureen. So I cooked... And it was actually edible. I cooked a squash and, okay, apparently I say this wrong. I said a squash and thyme coconut curry, but apparently it's thyme. I don't understand, Maureen, how you have got to this age. You don't know how to pronounce the herb. Well, I don't usually use herbs. What is that? What is the song that has rosemary and thyme? That really well-known song you can't remember. No, there's a song, isn't there? There's like a... (laughs) Come on, Leanne's looking at me blank faced. Alison's going, What are you talking about? There is a song and it's got rosemary and thyme in it. Uh, what is that? It, it's, a, it's like a folk, it's a folk song. Oh, thank God for that. It's Simon and Garfunkel, isn't it? Yes. Are yeah. you going, going to, to Scarborough Fair? Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. No, <laughs> boy. So, where I live, there's like two stations. They're quite near each other. So, it's come out one station. And there's a barrier across the road. And this car was going at a right speed. Obviously, didn't realize there was a barrier across the road. Kind of did an emergency stop. And three guys got out the car and they left the doors open in the middle, and they left the car in the middle of the road. And they just zoomed off. So I thought, oh, they must be going to the next station to get a train. They must be coming soon. Because why, why else would you stop like that and leave in a hurry? And then I carried on walking and then I bumped into the police who then said, have you spotted three men? And then I was like, oh, that's why they were running out the car. Oh, my God. Dear God. Let's unpack that for just two seconds, everyone. Let's really take a moment. Okay, so three men in a car. Mm. Emergency stop in front of you. They rush out. They don't close the doors of the car. No. They, they, and they run off. They run off. You're by a station, but they don't run to that particular station, do they? No, they run to the ne- I thought they were running to the next station. So Maureen thinks, okay, they need to catch a train. These men are in a hurry. Um, but they don't want to catch a train at this stop. They want to run to the next stop to pick up the train because that's what you do, don't you? When you're in a hurry to catch a train, you stop your car in front of the train station and think, "I know what I'll do. I'll go for I'll go for a run." Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Maureen <laughs> came along a few hours later. I was walking home and I saw these a group of people in my front garden on the path. I was like, "Who are these people? I didn't recognise them. What are they standing in my path for?" So I go to the gate. I'm quite arsy, I have to admit. I was like, why are you on my path? Why are you standing on my path? I want to get, because I had shopping in my hand. I want to get to my door. You just block him away. Why are you there? Who are you? And they just stared at me. And I was like, what are you just staring at me for? Why don't you just, why are you in my path? Why are you, why are you blocking my way to my own house? And then I realised it wasn't my house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Also, when Maureen told me the story, let me tell you, there was a lot more aggression to the... Why is it wasn't why you standing in my path? It was what are you doing on my property? Why are you just looking at me? Because obviously they're looking at me because some strange woman is shouting at them for having the temerity to stand in their own garden. Why are you just looking at me? Is that what you said to them? Yeah, I actually said, Why are you just looking at me? Because they were just looking at me like I was a nutter. I'm like, why are you just looking at me? Ah. Obviously, they're looking at me and not saying anything because some mad woman has just started shouting at them. And then I had, as soon as I realized it was at my house, I went. I had a like 360 degree personality change. I went, oh, it's not even my house. Silly me. And walked off. <laughs> Go to the gym. Get it together. Pay your taxes. 
Take my advice, I ain't using it. As you may know, or as you are about to find out, I have a passion for giving advice and listening to problems. Here are some of my favorite pieces of advice that I have given out in the past. How do I tell my partner I've had an affair? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so already, I know, I know. That's why I'm like, we gotta give it a second. So. Uh, before I even get started, all I want to say right out of the gate is uh, this has happened. Practical-wise, I please hope you have tested yourself. Okay? That's my number one. Physically, be concerned with yourself and also your partner. Okay? We're not even going to talk about the emotional or what you've done or how it's going to affect your life. But uh, let's just make sure there's no diseases kicking around. What did you want out of this? Because sure, all right, you want to you get your rocks off, you want to have a good time, maybe, you know, but, but if you really get to the heart of what it is that you wanted, you can kind of figure out how or why this happened. So what did you want out of this experience? If it was something negative and you were being um, guided by, let's say, some resentment or some revenge, or you just at the heart of it know you're done with this relationship, I think you just need to grow up and end it with the person. All right, that's as non-emotional as I can get. I think if, if any of this is out of negativity towards that person, if, if this is like a just grow up and end it with that person is what you need to do right away. Problems that come in. But um, I'm so in love with my partner, but I hate their family. Throughout the lockdown, we haven't had to see them. It's been a joy. But now... They are pressuring us as they want to see us more, and I don't want to. What Oofed. can I do? Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. And I think this would be interesting if you have had a vacation from them because of the pandemic, as many of us have had a va vacation. We talk about the people that we want to see, but we also forget during the pandemic the people that we haven't wanted to see and have not had to see. Here are some things I think you can do before you have to see the the old extended family again um obviously number one you've got to talk to your partner i know it might be difficult but you have to express maybe some of the difficulties that you have with their family now it's all in phrasing all right it's delicate you have to be careful when you're talking to family so maybe instead of saying things like uh your sister blames me and cuts me out all the time you could say things like I don't feel like I'm close enough to your sister as I would like to be. Huh? Polite phrasing, changing it up so you can begin to discuss perhaps some of the issues that you might be having. In talking about their family, you might learn a little bit more about the family culture, which might help you a little bit to be able to establish some better relationships. The main point to talking to your partner is you got to set up a plan of action. You got to establish some boundaries. Okay. And if you're worried that the family's not going to like it, who cares? You don't like the family anyway. So by establishing these boundaries and some time apart, you're going to put yourself into a better headspace for when you are with them. Okay. So that's number one. Uh, and they wrote, I think my partner is addicted to porn. What can I do? Listen, this issue your partner has, has nothing to do with you. Number one, I want you to know that, okay? This is no reflection on you because I think this is often where partners go when someone has a bit of a problem with porno um, and then they go, oh, is it me? Is it me? This has nothing to do with you. So right away, please put that in your head uh, immediately. 
when you do talk to your partner about these things, have as much compassion and forgiveness as is possible without being sucked into the addiction as well, because this is an emotional thing. So you don't want to get sucked into like heated discussions or arguments, uh, especially not arguments uh, about this behavior, because remember, there's no point in arguing with someone who is not in a reasonable headspace. It's also important to remember, you didn't cause this, you can't control it, and you can't change it. This is their issue that they need to deal with, okay? They need to get proper counseling and help, but they should see an addictions therapist. Please know this, okay? If you're guiding your partner towards getting some help, don't look at this as a sex problem between the two of you because a a lot of people will go into sex therapy thinking that this is the problem. It's a sexual therapy problem. Couple goes in. It's not. It's an addiction problem. So if you go see a sex therapist, the sex therapist might be like, well, what are things the two of you can do? Maybe you should watch porn together. And it kind of takes things on the wrong avenue. So if you're going to go see or, or encourage someone to go see it, it's an addiction issue. Please keep that in mind. We can't solve your partner. We can't make them better. We can help them. We can offer our, 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 our compassion and understanding. But my main concern in this is you, okay? The person, the partner. You need to focus on you because, again, this isn't about you. Uh, who'd want to be a Kardashian? That just seems grim. Can we stand by that, everyone? <laughs> Our podcast would not be complete without talking a little bit about things that get on our nerves, on our tits, as we like to say. So here are some of our favorite what's got Jen's goat moments. I tell you the thing that's annoying me at the moment is when people are going away on holiday and are referring to it as a staycation. Okay, it's not a fucking staycation. It's a holiday. If you are leaving your house to go somewhere else, it's just, this is the most middle fucking class thing I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, you've, sadly, we can't go to Greece, but we are going to the West, the Highlands in Scotland. It's a staycation. It's not a staycation. It's a fucking holiday. I'm sorry, it's not the holiday you wanted in the south of France or in Italy. It's in Scotland. And it's still a fucking holiday. You're having to leave your house to go to Scotland. And there it is. There is where you will be for the duration of your holiday. A staycation. I think when it. I tell you what a staycation is. It's when you're in your house. You do not leave your house unless you go on a day trip from your house. You're staying at home. You're having a staycation. If you leave your house, it's a holiday. A holiday. I'm sorry it's not a holiday abroad. But guess what? In the 70s, 60s, 70s and 80s, that was what a fucking holiday was. No one was calling it a staycation. No one was going, oh, we're nipping off to Devon for the week. Oh, on a staycation. No, you prick. It's a holiday. It is a fucking holiday so middle class dicks stop referring to it as a staycation it's a holiday it's really really winding me up well i'll tell you what's got my fucking goat i'll tell you what's got my goat firstly <sighs> tradespeople, mm. people that are in a trade okay do your job firstly do your job okay do your fucking job i'm paying you do your job secondly if i get you in to do a job don't try and rip me off. That's all I'm going to ask. Don't try and rip me off. Because if you try to rip me off, you will unleash something you don't want to witness. <laughs> and that is what happened to a plumber on Saturday when he came around my house. Now, 
I'm going to I'm going to set this up because you're going to say, well, Jen, partly this is your fault, and I will accept that. I will accept that part of this story is my fault. What happened is we needed to take a couple of radiators off the wall. Okay, now not a difficult job, but not one we could do ourselves because you've got to drain the water. Blah blah blah. I don't know. I'm not a plumber. That's why I got a plumber in. I don't know about the rest of you. That's what you do. So Saturday, we couldn't get a plumber to come in. It was too short notice. Nobody wants to do this job. It's a shit. It's a. It's a really. It's a job that you can't charge too much for. Do you know what I mean? So most plumbers are like I don't want to do that. Fuck that. So in the end, I call these emergency plumbers. Right, where they come out any time, they do it, but they charge you through the fucking nose. But I thought, you know what? We've got somebody coming to put some wallpaper up on Monday. The radiators have to be down. Okay, so I'll pay it. I thought, I'll suck it up. Chloe will be so pleased I've got these off the wall. So, because she's gone away for the weekend with the kids. So I take, <laughs> get this plumber in. He comes in, he, he, he quotes me the price. I'm like, fuck me, that is quite a price you're offering there. And he went, well, you don't have to take it. And I said, well, you're gonna there's a call out charge for this isn't there and he went mm, yeah so if you don't do it you're going to charge me 70 quid is that right and he went mm, yeah i was like right well then just do the job okay i said how long do you think it would take he went oh god this job will take no time i said it's not going to take because you're charging me by the hour i said it's not going to take an hour is it he went, oh god no this won't take an hour anyway does the job i go to pay him i said right it's this much is it he went ah <sighs> By the way, we've been having a little chit chat at this point. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, you've been live here, around here, blah, blah, blah. He said, oh, let me just call the job in. He calls the job in. He goes, ah, we've just gone over an hour. I said, oh, right. Well, that's because we've been talking. So just just tell him um, that it was an hour, that you took an hour. He went, no, I'm sorry. You're going to have to tell him. And I went, what do you mean I'm going to have to tell him? He said, well, it's got nothing to do with me now. I said, well, it has got something to do with you because you are the person doing the job and it's an hour. And he went, no, sorry, you're going to have to speak to the bloke. And I went, I'm going to have to speak to the bloke. I said, fine, I'll speak to the bloke. I get a bill for £468. Okay. I phone up. I said, what is this fucking bill? Okay. <laughs> and he said, sorry, you, you can't talk to me like that. I said, I am talking to you like that. I said, what is this fucking bill that you have sent me? He said, well, this is the price of the job. I said, no, it's not. I said, um, send me a new bill for an hour and I will pay that. And I hung up. Bloke comes down, he goes, I'm sorry, um, uh, you're gonna have to pay the two hours. I went, well, you didn't do two hours. So I'm not paying you two hours. I said, you know, you did an hour and you've been chatting to me. I said, this is a racket. You're taking the piss. I'm not paying. Anyway, long story short, he said, well, I'm not leaving until you pay. I said, get out of my fucking house <laughs> or I will kick you out of my house. So he said, <laughs> he said, well, I can't go till you pay me. I said, fine, well, you can wait outside. So I get him outside, bloke phones me back. He goes, never in my life have I dealt with anyone as rude as you. I said, send me a new bill. I'm, I'm, I'm really cutting this down because obviously I said a lot more abusive things. <laughs> I said, send me a new bill. I said, listen, I don't need you to dissect my personality. I said, you don't want to talk to me. You just said that. Don't talk to me. And I'll tell you how you don't ever need to talk to me again. Send me a new bill for an hour and I'll pay it. We don't need to speak to each other. I, women, women like you. I hung up. He calls me back. I'm, 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 I'm just here to tell you that um, you and that basically he's trying to say, I said, listen, send me a new bill. I'll pay the bill and then we're done. Anyway, then he hangs up on me. Fine. Then he calls me back again and he goes, I've sent you a new bill. And then by the way, I've never, ever, ever had to deal with a customer like you. I said, that's because you are preying on women and you don't expect them to to talk to you like this. I said, well, you've picked the wrong woman. I said, now send me a new bill. So he sent me a new bill. 
I paid it. He fucked off. And that was the end of that. Wow. <laughs> the, the reason why we're bringing this up, and, 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 and again, it's not particularly interesting that I made fish fingers. It's not. But we were talking about it. And I, I, I just said, you know, that I, I was um, frying these fish fingers for the children because it's the, the fish is already sort of fresh. And then I do flour and uh, egg breadcrumbs, blah, 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 stick it. And, and Alison said, oh, no. Oh, well, can you could you bake them? Could you grill them? I said, of course you can. I mean, you know, uh, it's what you do with normal fish fingers. And Maureen said, no, nobody cooks fish fingers in the oven or grills them. Everybody fries them. And Alison and I said to Maureen, Genuinely, I don't know anyone that fries their fish fingers. Everyone I know, every human being that I know, grills them or puts them in the oven. And then Maureen's response was, "She was you were livid, actually." Yeah, well, it was like, "What a waste of heat, bunging them in the oven? Just bung them in, the, bung them in the frying pan, fry them." That's what fish fingers are meant to be, fried. They're not, actually, Maureen. Read the instructions. It very much says oven bake. <laughs> no, well, that's wrong. They're meant to be fried. <laughs> it's 100% not wrong. They're fried. You fry them. Listen, what have you learned from this healthy eating course? In the spirit of healthy eating, Maureen, you don't bung anything in the frying pan if you can grill it. No, but it tastes nicer, isn't it? It, it, it actually doesn't. It does taste nicer because it's got, you know, that crispy thing. It also, is crispy I, in the oven. But I haven't been able to work my grill because the numbers have come off my oven, haven't I? So I can't put anything really in. I don't like putting things in the oven. But I've never heard of anyone baking fish fingers. I find that ridiculous. Well, you grill them. I, 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 look, I don't have to bring Leanne into this because I can see from Leanne's face where she's equally looking at you in disbelief. No, you bung them in the frying pan. You don't pan. bung them in the frying pan. You do. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think what we've learned is that Maureen will always find the wrong way to do something <laughs> and then stand by it till the day she dies. Even if the instructions, there's nowhere on the instructions of fish fingers that says, pan fry it says grill or put it in the oven it, it actually is better that way i don't want to lose my shit over okay this is it right we're fast forward jen's goat fast forward it jen's goat is happening now <laughs> jen's goat is not happening at the end of the show jen's goat is happening i don't get my goat i don't get my goat what gets your goat is you insisting on something being correct when it is absolutely incorrect nobody fries their fingers Everybody grills them or puts them in the My mum does. All my family do. Well, what? Is this a Scottish thing? Is this a Scottish... All right. Can the Scottish listeners please get in contact? <laughs> contact us on womentalkingbollocks at gmail.com. Put in fish fingers in the subject and tell us, how do you cook your fish fingers? In fact, wherever you're from, get on Twitter, get on Instagram. Come on, pick a team. Are you frying them or are you grilling them? I want to hear from you people. And then I guess what? Next week, we're going to figure out who has grilled or fried the most. And... and and, 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 and we'll see who the winner is, Maureen. And I'll tell you who won't be the winner, and it won't be you. Do you know what? I've just Googled. I've just Googled, because Google ha has the answer to everything. And I put, how do you cook fish fingers? The number one, okay, first thing that came up. <sighs> oh, no. Alison. <laughs> Alison, no, don't. <laughs> don't. No, I can't take it. I cannot handle this. Bloody hell. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I literally can't have more in being correct about this. Anyway, that's what's getting my go. <laughs> what is the show called? Oh yeah, I've got it. We've been talking bollocks. Yeah. Okay. Is everyone happy with that? <laughs> 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. As well as the three of us, we have been honored and delighted to be able to bring you some guests. Here is a clip of some of our favorite guest moments. Hannah, we haven't spoken for a while, and when we have, it's been on WhatsApp, and uh, it's been, as always, like one message, three days later, another message, <laughs> two days later, another message. What's interesting in this moment is that people notice that they're contacting people less. It's just brought me up to speed. <laughs> I am intermittent at best. <laughs> I behave like we spoke the day before. <laughs> I don't really even ask questions. You've had kids. Have you? Where did I miss that? So <laughs> really, yeah, you know, curiosity is not my strong point there. Um, you know. Hannah did turn up after the kids were born, like a day later, to the hospital. And then we never mentioned it again for two years, did we, until you saw them. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's... because having kids is like the opposite of becoming a vegan. <laughs> because when people have just had kids and they're overwhelmed, they happy for adult company. They're sick of talking about their kids. And we want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I have been sea swimming since May, so gradually becoming accustomed to the temperature of the water. Just at the point when it was starting to get cold, that is when Zoe started swimming. <laughs> so I'm going sea swimming now. It's, get, it's so cold, I can't stay in the water for too long. I've got neoprene gloves, I've got neoprene socks, I've got a swim hat. I'm wearing a sort of um, swimsuit which covers my back. And uh, so he said, yeah, I'm going to come with you. I, I think I fancy that. I'll give it a whirl. I said, brilliant. So I brought some spare socks and I brought some gloves with me just in case. So Zoe turns up in a bikini. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I've got. I've got a bikini. So now it is pretty much like the Bahamas out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get a smaller bikini, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> 
And we are delighted to have you as a guest. Barbara, I know that you're very busy because you've got a family, you've got cleaning to do, plus you're an entertainer who has actually also been seen on Britain's Got Talent, which is absolutely wild. Barbara Nice, welcome. Yay! It was a lovely speech you made, Jen. I felt for a moment I thought I was dead. You know, when you listen to your own obituary, I thought, this was what it feels like to be dead. What I did is I wrote half your obit. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Anything exciting that you've watched recently? What have you watched, Knitter? Crazy Stupid Love. Not that again, Maureen. Flipping it. I love that movie. Not that it's bloody. Fantastic. It's only because you fancy Ryan Watts' chops, isn't it? I mean. What's not to like? Okay, fine. All right. So Maureen's going to make Crazy Stupid Love. Who hasn't seen that movie? Huh? Me. What are we talking about? I decided I might write a rom-com and then I thought I should watch one <laughs> to the end. If you watch one, you've watched them all. Even in the name of research, I have not. It's just. Like watching three hours of two people not saying what they mean. Yeah. Or somebody having a, an incredible makeover. You know, like it's usually the woman. She's like, oh, I'm not that attractive. Oh, I haven't realised my own value. You know, it's that. It's that thing. And then the guy's like, oh, I, here I was chasing this piece of skirt when I had you all along. And that's the end. <laughs> How's Ken? He's all right. I mean, for Ken, it's been very, very steady type of person. As long as he's got a, you know, uh, a crossword to do, he's fine. So he's been all right. Has he been in the garden? Done a bit, but it's mostly me. I've whitewashed everything. There's a lot of um, gardening going on, and well, all the time really. But that, this time last year it was lovely, and everybody took the opportunity, you know, to paint the fences. Every dog in our street had got a different coloured tail telling you that's how much painting was going on it takes a while to get that one but it's worth it that was great actually Zoe I went to one of the last things I went to see in the theatre was you in a basically a one woman play where you just played God I still have nightmares now where I'm on stage again and I go I've forgotten the entire play which is pretty pretty much what happened to me many nights <laughs> during the play my poor friend Tom who played Gabriel who is one of the angels that poor lad and there was a one a night where I just I just completely lost it. I think I was thinking about food. This is what happens with me. I'm very much like a Jack Russell. I just lost where I was completely. And I turned to Tom playing Gabriel and I went, Gabriel, uh, if you were God, <laughs> what do you think you'd like to talk about now? And he went, maybe the Ark Lord? And I went, that's it. <laughs> It's fine. It's, it's better that I'm hearing myself twice than anyone else, frankly. So, um. <laughs> and although we sound polished and perfect all the time, here's a secret. We do mess up, and uh, we'd like to share with you now some of the moments that uh, didn't work out as well as we had anticipated. Ma Maureen, are you okay? Yeah. Why? It's a lot of movement. Oh, no, I was just laughing, sorry, inwardly. Inwardly. <laughs> you were laughing inwardly. It sounded like you were, you were doing your admin. <laughs> oh, there we go. There's the outward laugh. There we go. She's back. Maureen, should we head over to you? I can feel something culturing in your corner. Oh, oh God, we could talk about gross. TV instead. Oh, for God's sake, woman. <laughs> when, will I get this? when will I get this right? Okay, start again. Maureen, are you on your mic? 
Yeah. Oh, no, it's turned the wrong way. That's why. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you hear that? Yeah. Can you hear I'm your kids? so sorry. Hang on a second. I'm doing a podcast! Because, <laughs> you know, the thing about guilt... No, go on. <laughs> <Safe>. <laughs> Example there, Jen, not fe- feeling very guilty great. about so, yeah, not paying attention of, uh, to her children. Yeah. I don't, don't know if anyone wants to get any parenting tips from me, but that's uh, <laughs> feel free to write to me. Dear Jen, I've God. heard that you don't know how to parent your children. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on a I'm on a knife's edge with those two today, so I uh, <laughs> Sorry. I, mean, I don't feel 100 percent and they uh they seem to sense weakness. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> They know how to exploit it, and boy, mm-hmm. oh boy, are they like she does not like she can handle it today. That's really, really. <laughs> but one day they her. will feel bad about behaving like that. They will have guilt over it, mm. and they will analyze their advocate. I don't. Um, I don't do that. Don't think. Well, I don't know. I mean, the children do. I mean, I was speaking as a child that spent her entire life feeling guilty. Um, uh, it's, that's partly to do with Catholicism and also having a Catholic at one hundred percent. I mean, yeah. let's say that that it's a hundred percent to do with Catholicism. Um, uh, I don't know. I certainly don't make them feel guilty, but let's hope they do anyway. Huh? Let's just hope they do. <laughs> Not now, but in the future, let's hope there's a little bit of guilt seeps out at some point to display some form of empathy. This coming Monday, July 5th, we will be having our last new material night. For this season, don't worry, we'll be back again. But please join us uh, as we have a variety of new guests for you as a way to say thank you for listening for the past two seasons and also a way to say please come back and continue for season three. And if you haven't joined us on the podcast, you have an opportunity to come see us perform live. That's right, live in the flesh. We will be at the Cambridge Festival on July 9th at 6 p.m. Join us for a unique live experience that will not be recorded. So showing up live is your only way to be with us on this one. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for the last two seasons of Women Talking Bollocks. We love you, and we look forward to spending more time with you in the fall when we begin Season 3 of WTB. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.